The roses are beginning to bloom again. Not just the white and the yellow ones, but their red buds coming along. Just doing beautifully. So how long have you been in this house? 1972 to 2000. How's your math? 38 years? Mm, 28. 28. That's better. I have never had the roots as deep as this. and It's going to be tearful at times selling the, this house that I love. I always thought I would stay in this house to the bitter end. Uh, I realize that's not a wise thing to do, but uh, I think there's an, enough attracting me in the other direction that it'll, I'll survive. For years, Mom had told us this, that she wanted to stay in her house in San Mateo, California for the rest of her life. So it came as a bit of a shock when she announced in the summer of 1999 that she was planning to move into a retirement home. A retirement home. The first images that came to my mind were of doddering old people sitting around playing bingo, eating bad food, and listening to an out-of-tune piano. Stereotypes, I know, but that was my fear. Over the next year, other emotions would come up. Mom's move would make my sister and brother and me look at her life a little differently. My first reaction, I think, was um, she announces her major plans or major things that happen to her after she's made her decisions. My brother Frank is seven years older than I and lives with his family in Southern California. And whether that's so that she won't cause any commotion or whether it's because she thinks it's a way to save us from having any worry, I don't know. But uh, it, it seemed to be a decision that had already been made. And, and I think part of my reaction, to be quite honest, was, gee, it seems awful soon. <laughs> It seems too soon for a mom. The primary reaction is, oh my God, that I'm, I'm, you must be a bad child if your parents have to resort to that. My sister Molly is two and a half years older than I. She lives with her family in Northern Virginia. It's some sort of as if the next sentence after mom says we're thinking of moving into a retirement home should be, oh no, please move in with us. We'll take care of you. And uh, the realities of that, of course, are much different. I, I mean, I, I don't think many people would volunteer to want to change their parents' diapers or deal with uh, severe Alzheimer's. The thought that if that comes at some future time and the strangers will do it for us is somewhat sad. Uh, and maybe it's the price of modern living because I don't hold any romantic illusions that it was something that I would drive up the Davis and see, I'm going to take you away from all this and you're going to come live with us, mom, and be in the bosom of the family. As much as that romantic notion is appealing, I don't think it's practical and it's not something that can happen. The fact is, and we all knew this, my mom would never move in with one of us unless she absolutely had no other choice. She likes her independence too much. Plus, she's planned for her future. I had taken out some long-term care insurance just with the idea that I wouldn't have to call on probably my daughter. It's usually the daughter that, has, that does those things. And... Uh, I, I certainly did not want that. It's not a very happy thing to have to take care of your parents. It's a tremendous responsibility. And you've got, you've got a life. You want to have your life. Mom is 79 years old, a former high school English teacher who's not one to do something without thinking it through, except perhaps marrying my father after knowing him for just three months. They were together for 44 years until my dad died in 1990. A few years later, she got together with Chaz. Chaz is a few years older than my mom. They've been living together for the past seven years, 
Anne will be moving into the retirement community together. I think probably we were moved to do this when we were visiting back east in May. We were visiting at uh, my daughter Molly's, and Chaz was feeling ill, and we were worried about it. And I, I think that kind of started my thinking that maybe we, I, I should be in a place, we both thought we should be in a place where we'd get kind of care if he needed it. When my dad was sick with cancer, my mom took care of him. Being a full-time nurse was pretty rough on her, so she doesn't want to go through that again on her own. I've had times uh, during the past year or so when Chaz has been ill and I realized that what would happen if I were the primary caregiver. I just didn't, didn't feel I could go up to the uh, stay, come up to it. The morning after I arrived in San Mateo to begin this project, my mom had what she now calls a memory episode. Um, I just came back from the grocery store and realized I couldn't remember names. That's kind of senior moment-ish, that's usual. But then I couldn't find any words. I couldn't say gift certificate, which was what I was trying to show you. So I just waited a little bit, and whatever it was went away or came back. But it's, it's no fun. <laughs> you couldn't remember the president's name. No, I couldn't remember. I mean, Clinton didn't sound like the right name at all to me. And I couldn't remember Daniel Shores and that last name. I just knew it was Daniel. Do you remember my name? Yep, I knew your name. It's Daniel. <laughs> A few months later, she had another memory episode. My sister and brother and I were worried. Were they little strokes? We couldn't even say the word Alzheimer's, but it crossed our minds. Typically, Mom downplayed the whole thing. It was we kids who finally insisted that she go have it checked out. A series of tests proved inconclusive. But it left me thinking that maybe it was time for her to be in a place where she can get help if she needs it. My health is not as good as I wish it were, but I seem to have a lot of arthritis. And uh, I'm, I'm getting tired. And I keep looking forward to not having all this that I am going through right now. I think it's it's wearing me out. And I remember Shirley from Davis saying, you're going to have a lot of sleepless nights. And she's absolutely right. You wake up at 4 in the morning and think, what am I going to do with those books? And why doesn't the man from the used bookstore call me? And there's so much that I'm facing in the next months. It's tiring. It's wearying. There are a lot of things about her life in San Mateo that my mom is going to miss. Her church is one of them. She's been an active member of the San Mateo Unitarian Church for almost 35 years. And I'm beginning to feel really weepy about that because that church is like home to me. Now this morning, um, rather bittersweetly, uh, lighting the chalice will be Peg Collison, who's been a member of this congregation since 1966, and will be uh, leaving, moving to Davis. <laughs> Down Southworth, who preached the sermon and uh, announced that I had been here since 1966. And then I was leaving, and there was a sort of an audible, oh, which I thought was very flattering. I enjoyed being part of the service, just a brief part where I read Robert Kennedy's words. The torch still burns, and because it does, there remains for all of us a chance to light up the tomorrow and brighten the future. This is the challenge that makes life worthwhile. 
Okay, now the students have arrived, and my student today is... Miluska. She's also going to have a hard time leaving the kids she's been tutoring at the church. You want to do the song first? Okay. Let there be peace on earth. Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. This is something I'm going to have to substitute for when I move to Davis. I'm going to have to find some source of children. It might be tutoring, but I don't want to be around just the senior citizens that live in the complex. So I'm going to have to reach out as long as my health holds up and find other generations. And let it begin with me. That was just beautiful. Just lovely. As moving day approached, Mom hauled her tape recorder around to collect some audio farewells. Um, it's going to be very hard because um, Peggy was a stabilization when she and John moved in. It was great, and we shared so many things over the years. Frida Tomlin is a longtime friend who lives right across the street. So it's going to be an emotional time. It'll probably when the time comes, the emotion now will be over because of this telling her about it, but... I think that's a very interesting idea, that if you talk about it now, then when the actual <coughs> separation comes, you're sort of prepared for it. Mm. I like that. I, that's kind of what I've been doing, too, my uh, feeling that uh, it's going to be a wrench to leave the house, to leave the neighborhood, and to leave my neighbor. It's Christmas, 1999. And I'm playing my very favorite, <clears throat> kind of makes me sentimental. <laughs> this is Amal and Night Visitor, something that we've played every Christmas for years and years since we've lived in California. I'm thinking also of future Christmases. We will be in the apartment at Davis a year from now. And that is a too small apartment for a big family to come. So I'm not sure how we're going to celebrate Christmas and how we're going to get families together in the future. I don't like to think of giving up that kind of togetherness that we have. This is an especially big deal for my brother Frank. I can't picture opening presents in a, in a hotel room. It's not like we've been getting together for the holidays anyway for the past 10 years, but there was always the possibility. It's not going to seem like home anymore. And I don't know if it ever will because it's an institution. It's a very nice, very humane, very thought-out community, but it's still an institution, and it's never going to be the same as one's own home. But that's the price you pay. Happy New Year to the West Coast of the United States. Well, it's the year 2000. And Chaz and I are, have celebrated all evening long. And uh, it seems to be a good time to think about how we feel about that new year. I'm pretty excited about the idea of going into a new place and a new town. What about you? Well, it's going to mean a complete change in our lives. Now, you say complete change. Um, well, I, I know what you mean, but um, what do you think is still going to be the same? What will we still have? Each other, obviously. Happy New Year, my dear. 
happy new year to you, love. I'm really, I really think it's going to be great as long as we're together. Thank you.